I suppose you get a lot of cases like mine. The officer did not reply. In the ten minutes since Master Imus had been received, the officer had made very few remarks, except to announce his credentials and ask a few general questions. Master Imus had presented himself of his own free volition at the portico of the dark, unfriendly building late that afternoon. He had been invited to wait in an anteroom off the inner yard. The anteroom was cold and forlorn. The fretful fingers of individuals previously invited to wait there had marked the white plaster with a greasy patina, and pacing feet had worn the wooden floor. There were no windows, but light poked in through a trio of dingy filters. From outside, far away, Master Imus could hear the street noises of workers flooding home to their habs and their evening meals. Master Imus sat in one of the old wooden chairs provided. A clerk attended him first. The clerk led Master Imus through to a side office panelled in dark wood and sat him at a small desk. The clerk was hunched over with the weight of the stenogram built into his chest. He sat on a stool, handed Master Imus a form and told him to read out the questions printed on it and answer them in his own words. As Master Imus spoke, haltingly at first, the clerk's bird-foot hands pecked over the keys of the stenogram and recorded his comments. The stenogram clattered like an adding machine, a sound that made Master Imus feel exceptionally sad. When the form was completed, the clerk left the office and was replaced, after a few minutes, by a second clerk. The second clerk led Master Imus into a chamber that smelled of machine heat and was cluttered with banks of whirring cogitators. The second clerk examined Master Imus's papers and copied them on one of the cogitators. Several versions of Master Imus's biographical particulars flashed up on the multiple screens for a moment and then faded into a dull green glow. This slow, silent dissolution of all he was seemed unpleasantly symbolic to Master Imus. He was taken back to the anteroom and left alone again. The daylight was ebbing. A small lamp had been lit in his absence. Master Imus waited for twenty minutes, and then the officer arrived. Johann Imus? The officer asked as he entered the room, reading from a data slate. Master Imus stood up. That's me, sir. The officer was a tall, well-made man with dark hair. He was dressed, and this came as no surprise to Johann Imus, in black clothes and a black leather coat. The officer looked Master Imus up and down with unforthcoming eyes, and announced his credentials with a cursory wave of his rosette. You've been received for inspection. Follow me, please. Master Imus followed him obediently. He followed him across the twilight yard, in through an archway, and up an endless flight of varnished stairs. The officer opened a door and ushered Master Imus into a small room. The room had a large ornamental fireplace that looked as if it had not seen a fire in centuries. A gilt clock ticked on the mantel. There was a rug on the wooden floor and two plain chairs on either side of a desk. An armchair stood in one corner, a comfortable and friendly item of furniture that Master Imus never got to sit in. They took their seats on either side of the desk. What is the nature of the crime you are confessing? The officer asked, after studying the data slate for a few minutes. 
Not a crime as such. No. A transgression. Yes, transgression. That is a better word altogether. The nature of the transgression, then. I have already explained this to the clerk. The officer scrolled back through the slate's files. Have you borne false witness to this statement as I read it? No, sir. Were you coerced, invited, or urged to make this report? No, sir. I have come here of my own free volition. I, I said as much. That is noted here, strenuously. You made that point several times during the preliminary examinations. I simply wanted to be clear. I was persuaded to come here by my own conscience, nothing else. The officer was silent for a moment. You say you have been suborned by ruinous powers, drawn into evil, and set upon an unholy task. Master Innes nodded. I suppose you get a lot of cases like mine. 